Welcome to the podcast. We do recover with Jared Miller, your host. And I'm Dr. Terry Sellers, your co-host. This is a podcast about recovery from addiction. We want to talk about what successful recovery can look like. Brought to you by Steps Recovery Center and the St. George Hilton Garden Inn. All right, everybody. This week on episode 62 of We Do Recover with Jared Miller, we are talking about relationships in recovery. Very specifically, relationships in early recovery. And to have this conversation with me, I've invited my beautiful wife, Mandy, on. Hello. We got Luke on. What's up? And Mandy, his fiance, right? Yes. So let's start right there. I got the news dropped on me today that you guys are getting married soon. Yes, we are. Talk to me a little bit about that. What's going on with that? When's the date? What's the plans? Like, let's just get into that's some good stuff. (laughs) Whoa, 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 whoa. You like completely just... Skipped over the first part of the show. I know. We'll come back to it. We'll co- talk about the sponsor. <laughs> we'll right, come, we'll, we'll come back it. to it. Oh, it'll, you, it'll, go. it'll be good. It'll be good. <laughs> well, um, we had been together for uh, almost two years now. Two years. But I, I mean, I asked her to marry me like a year ago. And nice. I was like, let's, you know, I want to marry you, but let's make sure we're good, you know? And so then I like numbers. So my, my, uh, my boy was born on 12-20-2020, and then nice. I, I was like, I'm going to forget when I get older, so I need some good dates. So then <laughs> we were talking about February, and I was like, oh, two, 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 two. <laughs> and so I was like, let's get married on February 22nd. And it was actually at Thanksgiving dinner with my family. We were joking about it at first, and then we we're like, could we really do that? And then we're like, let's do it. So <laughs> Nice. That's awesome. Nice. So That's fantastic. Soon. Yeah. So what is it going to be? What are the colors, Mandy? Um, I already got my dress and it's actually getting tailored right now. So it's a champagne color and I kind of wanted to keep it like maybe pastel, uh, blush. Hey, if you can't drink champagne at your wedding, you might as well wear a champagne color, right? right? Absolutely. I like it. You know what I mean? (laughs) Yeah. 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 What do you think about that, Mandy? What do you? I think it's great. I think they're still in our date, babe. (laughs) Remember how we did seven, 14, 21. They're trying to pull off. Well, Ours, ours was a joke a little bit at first too. Yeah. And then yeah. we're like, okay, and yeah, like, we yeah, like it. Yeah. Let's roll with it. Yeah. <laughs> well, cool. Yeah. As Sean said, I totally got off track. I have w- had way too much coffee today. And so I'm <laughs> stoked for episode 62. As you can tell, man, I'm, I am out of control. Episode 62 is brought to you by steps recovery centers. They are ready to help when you're ready to reach out, reach out to them by calling them at 801 800 8142. That phone number is 801 801- Eight zero zero eight one four two. And while we're at it, we might as well get some check-ins. We've already kind of kicked this thing off, but let's hear what's new and good. What's going on in your world, babe? <laughs> uh, so my new and good is rehearsals for West Side Story. So they're they're Very well cool. underway and they're really fun. Lots of time, lots of commitment, but it's a great experience. So for those of you that don't know, Mandy tr- Mandy tried out for West Side Story at the St. George Opera House, and she made it. She got a part of one of the jets, right? Am I getting this right, babe? Yeah, so far. See that glare? Oh, cool. That glare, Luke. You got to be careful because you don't know whether yeah. it's like. Right, who, who are the other ones? Not the jets. Sharks. No, no, no. I was supposed, oh. Oh, 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 I see. It was supposed to be a test. He had I no see idea. what you were doing. He would he not no have known. Sean's trying to get me in trouble, bro. It doesn't messed up. Well, awesome. That's good. This is fun for me. I'm probably so excited because this is the first time I actually get to spend time with my wife because she's always at rehearsal. So, yeah. Yeah, I bet. Yeah. Those things take a lot of practice and time. Yes. Yeah, yes. but it's it's fun in the end. Uh-huh. Yeah. It has been, it's yes. It's crazy how much so. practice they do. 
All right, well, talk to me, guys. What's new and good in your world? Luke, let's let the ladies start off first. So, Mandy, what is new and good in your world? What's going on with you? Um, right now in my world, I'm pretty much just planning this wedding. Uh, I work with my dad in his dental lab. I'm the scan and design tech, pretty much, uh, doing making teeth and stuff like that. So that's fun. Nice. And I get to spend time with my dad, and that's a really great bonding experience for me because I didn't have that for quite a while Absolutely. For, from my addiction and I get to bring my son with me so that's even better oh, you know so cool. I get mommy and son time all the time while you're at work yes man you're blessed yeah that is yeah. awesome um what else just uh I also do a lot of um like H&I stuff for AA so I do take, I take steps in once, a, uh, or meetings into steps once a week. So Fant I'm, our sponsor. Yes, Fantastic. I do that. For those of you that don't know, H&I stands for hospitals and institutions. And it's where fellowships, community-based fellowships go into these places and, and do meetings. Yes. Fantastic. Yeah. So that fills my spiritual cup. And that's, I just love that. Um, to actually see where I was at one point and to be able to be on the other side and help, you know, it's just a really good feeling. So cool, right? Yeah, it is. And uh, other than that, just being a mom is a lot of work and, and time. So, but yeah. I love it. Yeah. Yeah. That's awesome. Yep. That's awesome. I love it. Have you actually done the 12 step or are you just, I'm actually on, eight, on step eight right now. So Fantastic. Uh, going through four through seven uh, made me realize my part in all the things you know yeah oh, all absolutely. the things yeah. <laughs> so it opened my eyes um on the the uh i don't know building your heart back up i guess you could say absolutely you know, and so. the thing i love about that is you're already doing 12 step stuff before you yeah. even hit that step that's fantastic yeah all right luke let's hear from you well, so i don't know what if i can top good, that <laughs> hey that's true it's she set stuff. the bar pretty high <laughs> Yeah, so I'm the one in the background pretending like I'm picking out stuff for the wedding stuff, but I just say, yeah, that's right. <laughs> you like it? Okay. We're, smart we're man. Hey, yeah. that is smart man. Yes. But uh, right now in my life, uh, I've, I work a lot. So um, I started back about a year and a half ago at a car parts place, and I've just worked my way up in this company and have a boss that actually I would consider him my sponsor. So I don't actually have a sponsor, but I can okay. talk to this guy on a spiritual level. Like, So he's, he's like a mentor to you, basically. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yep. And so, um, you know, he kind of, like she was talking, fills her spiritual cup. He helps me fill my spiritual cup. Um, and so we're, I've been working in that company. We wor I work over in Cedar, so I don't get a lot of family time during the week because it's like, what, 10 hours driving. Um, yeah. yeah, an hour drive there, eight hours there, hour drive back for sure. Yeah. Yeah. And then... Um, I'm the type of guy on the weekend. It's like, what do you want to do? I just want to chill, <laughs> right? right. Yeah. 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 Hang out with my son. And that, that's really what's going on in my life right now. Just that's, simple stuff. That's so. the good stuff, dude. Oh yeah. I hear yeah. you guys are getting ready to move though. We are, we are, yeah. which is also like all happening at once. Cause we're moving <laughs> first of February and then we're getting married on the 22nd. So it's like all like happening quick that's awesome yeah what good did things. we do <laughs> good things good things embrace yeah. it embrace it yeah. roll with it that sounds like a blast it's okay possible. so let's get rocking and rolling so you guys uh, look there's no other way to really put it 
in, in the treatment industry and in recovery in general, typically relationships in early recovery are kind of frowned upon. Now I know you guys, is it crazy to you that it's been two years? Yes. Yeah. It went by really quick. Yeah, it did. So I'll let you guys share how we met or, or share as much or as little as you want, but it's crazy to me that two years has gone by. So talk to us a little bit about your guys's relationship. Hit them with the first question. How'd y'all meet? There you go. <laughs> <laughs> Let's get it. Well, we both were in um, Lionsgate Residential Rehab together. Oh, okay. Wait, wait, Whoa. wait. So <laughs> she was in there first, and I come in there like for my second time because you know I'm an addict, so <laughs> yeah, got to do it a few times before I figure it out. Um, yeah. But I come in there, and she just looks soulless, man, like mm. sucked up and soulless, and I was like, I got to stay away from her. She looks mean, man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And I, I remember she was. used to wear like some black I really know. high boots. Yeah. yeah. She yeah. did not look like you wanted to mess with her. <laughs> no. Yeah. yeah. It's true. Yeah. And then we actually hated each other. So, At first? Yeah. I love that. That's like, awesome. I couldn't stand him. I thought that he was a cop and a teller and like all this stuff. So, <laughs> Yeah. And then uh, as you're going through the program, um, you have that spiritual awakening, right? Yeah. And so I Hopefully. watched, yeah, I mean, if you're doing it right. Right. Um, well, we started, we started a big book study at six o'clock in the morning together too, though. And that, that really helped me, um, open up to him and him open up to me. And I really got to know who he was at first. And that's where our friendship started. And from there, uh, it turned into true love. <laughs> <laughs> Very nice. Yeah. Very nice. Anything you want to add on to that? <laughs> uh, no, but what was cool is uh, she started this big book study, but she did it at first because she thought she was going to get kicked out. Yeah. And so she didn't want to go back to jail, right? And so at first she's like, okay, I'll start this and start to pretend I'm getting into the program. And I could see this because I was close to her. Right. And then one day she was reading this book called the shift. And I don't know if anybody's read that. Oh yeah. Great book. She, she loved this book. And I watched her transform from that like evil, like in her eyes to like, they just cleared up. And then, yeah. uh, that's actually when I had, um, a turning point in my recovery. And I, that's when I surrendered and I gave my, all my, my might to this is, I'm going to do it this time. You know, you're all in. Yeah. All in. Dove in. So yeah. I literally had a breakdown at the gym, riding a bike, reading this book, figuring it out. So I started crying and that's when it happened. So I love that. Yeah. I love that. Okay. So you guys end up, the attraction happens in residential little <laughs> rehab romance, right? Yeah. And yeah. remember they shame this like, Oh in, yeah. In Highly not recommended. Right. And yeah. Yeah. feelings so are new, we, yeah. you know, you're, you're just coming off of, so why, let me, let me put this back on you. See, I'm a counselor. I'm good at doing this. So, yeah. so why, why do you think that they are against this, against this in your, I know why, because in the beginning of, uh, sobriety, you're, I think that it's a really good idea to focus on yourself, mm, yep. get to know yourself. Um, and yeah, be, uh, yeah. Cause uh, it's distractions. When you have a relationship, it distracts you from figuring out what, why you're in the situation, what, what you're in, you know? 
Absolutely. So. When you got that true love yeah, that exactly. you just described, <laughs> right? Yeah. I mean, how can you concentrate on yourself yeah. or, or, you know, working some stuff out between the ears when you're yes. infatuated? Okay, Luke, let's get your take on it. Why would somebody not recommend relationships, rehab, romance? Well, mainly because like in my, like when you're coming off of drugs or alcohol, you're, you're, you've been numb for so long. Right. And so, Absolutely. so like just seeing the sky in the morning, it's a different color, like just breathing, you're breathing differently. And so you're trying to learn like who you are. And if you've been numbed for so long, I mean, really, I, I truly believe any opposite sex, like that you hang around, you could be attracted to them because it's new because there's so much new around you. You yeah, know? that dopamine release, right? It's the same right. thing that we do like when we're out in active addiction, that dopamine release releases in the brain. Yeah. However, we do have a normie here on the podcast with us today. And I think that this, I, I truly do believe this stretches beyond just like, you know, of course us addicts think that we're, you know, so unique that it only <laughs> pertains to us, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But like just other people, I mean, both of us have been through previous marriages and divorces. So what recommendations do you have on somebody that's just getting out of a bad relationship on not jumping into a new one? Um, don't do it. <laughs> Why would that, <laughs> the words uh, of wisdom. Yeah, Why would that right be? Babe? Just listen to me. Um, <clears throat> because it's easy to try and change yourself for someone that you think you might like. And that takes you away from who you are. And when you're not true to yourself, you're not going to be able to find true happiness. Absolutely. Well said. I love so that. we can That's all agree. Yeah. We need to kind of work on ourselves, get ourselves healthy, change our vibration. Okay. Yes. That wasn't your guys' story though. No. And it, episode 62 it, is all about your guys. So Right. And it wasn't at first. Um, so as we progressed in our relationship, uh, we got, we both graduated Lionsgate uh, residential and then we started uh, the, the day treatment. PHP. Yes. Yep. And that's when we kind of took the relationship a little farther, a lot farther. <laughs> <laughs> they and have a baby together yeah, if you didn't we, pick that up. Right. Okay. So <laughs> I ended up getting pregnant pretty quick and uh, w pretty quick also we decided um, that we need to come clean and be honest about this situation. My heart just dropped right. for you. Yeah, it was pretty. That's it was the scariest thing I've ever well, done. Well, <laughs> and and to add on top of this, she's talking about just telling them, but she's in drug court, right? Yes. So in phase one of drug court, you can't really have association in that way, um, right? And you could go, you know, you could go back to jail. And to top it off, I'm on federal probation on yeah. pretrial release <sighs> on a 20 year um, charge, right? And so I'm thinking we're both going to get kicked out. And Guys, what were you thinking? Yeah. <laughs> there, there was more at play like here I than said, just getting kicked out. Love, yes. you know? <laughs> true love always prevails. Yeah. I love it. The, thank you for that, though, because that really just, it paints a picture of just what was at stake here. Yeah. So we're like, yes. we're, we're terrified. And so when you're, you know, when you're in active addiction, telling the truth is probably never happens, right? So foreign to yeah. us. Yeah. And so- that's like the main thing I got out of like treatment is you need to tell the truth because that's the only way you'll be set free. Right. Yeah. And we were, we were really okay with it. Like if I was going to go to prison, so be it. At least I told the truth, you know, for once in my life. 
and that's kind of like the conclusion we came to right. so we said a prayer together out in the parking lot of this uh yeah. treatment center uh-huh and we go upstairs and We're halfway through <laughs> mandy's like I don't know if I can do this. I don't know if I can do this. And I grab her hand and we're like, I'm doing this. <laughs> yeah. Good for you, Luke. And, we, awesome. and yeah. we get up there and honestly, we told we told them and uh, we we felt good, right? And they didn't freak out. No. Nope. And they're like, okay, well, we'll talk about it tomorrow. That was it. Really? Yeah. And we're like, okay then. I, I guess we're good. You so, know. just how much sleep did you get that night? None. None. <laughs> yeah. None. Fair enough. Yeah. So, the next day, um, we ended up both getting kicked out of Lionsgate. And again, me being in, in drug court at the time and him on probation, it was a scary situation. They left it kind of up to us. And that same day, we both called around immediately and got into another... Uh, yeah, I like went day over. Day treatment. I went over Se to separate ones. <laughs> so did you choose? Did you choose to to leave, or did they ask you to leave because no, of their relationship? We got asked to leave. Okay. Yes. Yes. Okay. We definitely got asked to leave, and I got to put this up there how uh, upset I was because oh, yeah. this place is up steps right to get to the where the the treatment center has the treatment. Some, it, a, it's a flight like of stairs. It, it's up on the second floor. Okay. So I get mad when they kick us out, mainly because I was more worried about her. Because she has my kid, right? Yeah, absolutely. And so I'm like, oh, they kick her out. I'm never going to see her again, right? She, they're going to send her away or whatever. So I get so mad. I'm like, screw this and go flying in my wheelchair. By the way, if you didn't know, I'm paralyzed. I go flying <laughs> in my wheelchair <laughs> down a flight of stairs by yeah. myself. Backwards. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. oh I'm, my like, I'm like, screw you guys. <laughs> oh, man. And yeah. then... Oh, so so now let, let me let's just slow it down for a sec here. For good reason, right? I don't want to knock Lionsgate because I believe most treatment centers have oh. good intentions. Oh, they yeah. want the best for people. Oh, yeah. But at the same time, you can kind of see from their side of it, right? Oh, like yeah. one of the big rules, I do orientation every Tuesday at Steps mm -hmm. and we review the rules and I always say, here's one of the biggest rules we have. No fraternization. Right. Yep. right? Especially oh, yeah. in the same circle. Like yep. a people, we were in the same group and that's even worse, you know? Yeah, because it's hard to be on it. They, yeah. one of the reasons I think too, is once you have feelings towards someone, like she, Mandy said earlier, you're trying to kind of be the person that person wants you to be, right? And yeah. so you're not being truly honest in that you're not circle. being authentic. You're not being no. rigorously authentic. Because you're worried yeah. about what someone else is thinking. At yeah, that, that pride, what I think you think about me. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. Yeah, and so I'm not knocking Lionsgate at all. I'm saying just the feelings we had at that moment. For sure, for but, sure. But in yeah. the end. It was um, a blessing in the end. Yeah, because we got to get into. Well, and you're lucky that you almost didn't kill yourself going down those flight of stairs, Luke. <laughs> oh. Yeah. Oh. I've That's seen true. Luke in that wheelchair though. And yeah, he no, could, he, he, should, he could be like in the X Games. He's amazing. <laughs> so it, it's like no surprise to me at all. I'm you still see him playing softball. He's first base. Great. Yeah. He's great. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Cool. Anyway, so, so yeah. Um, so we we went our separate, and I think that's another reason why we didn't get in trouble with uh, our probations because we got right on it, and we could have we could have ran and just skipped town and said screw this or we could have immediately got into a different facility each you know and so and that's probably the really, first time we yeah. helped ourselves right yeah listen i gotta take my hat off to you 
this is kind of an episode of what not to do. Right. Let's yeah. just call a duck a duck. Oh, right. Yeah. <laughs> so, so it's an episode of, of what not to do in early relationships, but who better to tell it than somebody who's walked through it themselves like you two. Right. right. Oh, yeah. And so I, I think absolutely. You could have done a number of things. You could have went back out. Oh yes. yeah. You could have gone on the run. Like Mandy said, you could have, but you didn't, you did the next right thing. Yep. And things lined up, uh, because we were honest, because we stuck to it, uh, at first, my drug court, we couldn't see each other for quite a while. We broke that rule. Just a couple. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, Wasn't the first rule you yeah, broke, Luke. Yeah, no. So um, after, after a while, we were allowed to uh, actually live with each other. So then everything was But But fine. getting to that point. How long, how long were you not supposed? Six months. Oh, okay. Yeah, it was about six months. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But so. going back to it, so where did you guys end up going? Uh, we got a place together, our first place together. I mean, like once you left no, what, what, oh, uh, treatment I went, center. Yeah. I actually went to the Southwest Center, which is amazing because I feel like the, the difference between the Lionsgate and uh, Southwest is you get to make your own decisions, and if it's – let's say a wrong decision, then there's consequences. Um, with Lionsgate, I kind of felt like they were telling you what to do and how to live. So for me, it was really good on being able to make my own choices. And uh, if you have a consequence, then so be it, you know, and right, I'm more right. of an adult. Yeah. Got you. And not yeah. babysat. Yeah. But a little bit more organic, right? Natural right. consequences yeah, set in. Absolutely. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I can get with that, but <laughs> uh, <laughs> he's not co-signing right, it sounds yeah. like <laughs> no i mean i was so the treat like when we were in residential in Lionsgate, um it was cool because it was the first treatment center that i had been in it was my third time and they made you do it one way like if you wore a hat you got in trouble and yeah. something that simple at first was like why can't i wear a hat like sure you know, but sure. then it goes down to if you can learn to follow one rule you don't like, then maybe you can follow one rule in the big world you don't like, right? So you get kind of the modality of Lionsgate around if you can do the little things, hopefully you can learn to do the big things. And you appreciated that. I did because I, being in a wheelchair especially, um, I can get around rules. Like it's oh true. My. Like you yeah. can manipulate with that thing. And I don't witness. even have to try. People do it for me. Like I go into a doctor's office and I'm not kidding. And they ask me what I want. I don't tell them what I want. Ooh. And so, you know, I go somewhere and they want to help me. So they want to enable me just because I'm in a chair. And it, if as an addict, that is the worst thing. Right? Oh, absolutely. Yeah. So, yeah. And so, so you could use that to basically kind of get out of stuff or get into stuff. Oh, yeah. Right? And so when they started, card. they started not letting me you know, get around it. It was like the best thing for me. And so when they kicked us out, I was like, man, I can't get away with everything. Right. And so for me, it was like, okay, I need to step my game up, you know? And then I in think the right way, right? Yes. Yes. <laughs> yeah. And so we get, I go to Renaissance ranch, but kicking us both out, I think taught me just the lesson of you got to follow rules, right? You got to yeah. follow the laws. You got to follow. It was, it sounded like even though there, the consequences could have been a lot, Oh yeah, a lot worse. You still had that wake up call. Oh yeah, it was a good kind of smack in the face that that sobering like, holy cow, we dodged a huge bullet here. Is that fair to say? Oh yeah, yeah. Okay. 
Okay. Yeah. How'd you like, how did you like Renaissance? I loved it. Um, mainly because, um, I grew up on a farm and I've worked since I was old enough to walk. Right. And so when, right before I went to Renaissance, I was going to day treatment every day, not working. And so once I got to Renaissance, it was at night. And so I had the ability to go back to work. Right. And so it gave me like a, I don't know, a sense of self-worth. Absolutely. Um, I could take care of myself type thing because for so long I was using everyone else to take care of me. And so, um, it gave you a sense of purpose. Yeah. It gave you a direction, gave you that little bit of that, what you needed to feel some kind of gratification in yourself. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Well, we only got about 50 seconds left here. We're winding down. And, uh, so thank you guys so much for, for jumping on here. We're going to stop right there. This little cliffhanger of where it went from here. Uh, in part two, we're going to jump into more of, you know, kind of the benefits, the struggles. It's been two years since this happened. So catch up a little bit more on how you guys against all odds really kind of made it right. Yeah. Because right, listen, yeah. a lot of these, a lot of this situation doesn't turn out as pretty and as awesome as your, your, your guys' situation has turned out. So we're going to jump into some of that. Uh, when we come back from a little 30 second break here. Thanks. Yeah. Thank you guys. <laughs> You are listening to We Do Recover with Jared Miller and co-hosted by Dr. Terry Sellers. We'll be right back after this short break with more of We Do Recover with Jared Miller, sponsored by Steps Recovery Center and the Hilton Garden Inn. Hi, everybody. I'm Shalee. I'm one of the clinical directors at Steps Recovery Center. At Steps, we really want to focus on the individual and not just the person in addiction. We want to have the ability to help from the time you enter and tell the time you finish, whether you need healing from trauma or family issues and concerns. We got you covered from the start of your journey to the end of your journey. We're just here to help when you're ready for us to help you. We welcome you back to We Do Recover with Jared Miller, co-hosted by Dr. Terry Sellers. Brought to you by Steps Recovery Center and the St. George Hilton Garden Inn. And now with part two of our podcast, Jared Miller and Dr. Terry Sellers. All right, and we're back. We're back. Hey, Mandy, we have a couple couple sponsors. Yeah. Who's our next sponsor? The next sponsor is the Hilton Garden Inn in St. George, Utah. It's always sunny and bright at the Hilton Garden Inn. They have it great is. amenities. Look them up. <laughs> Sean's laughing. She did a great job. Uh, she was almost there, right? Google if search. you're traveling They're through great. Southern Utah, give them a Google, Google search. Just type in Hilton Garden Inn, St. George, Utah. They are fantastic. We love those guys. They always treat us really good. So, yeah, there's that. And then one more sponsor. Have you guys heard of Recovery Strong? I got the little coffee mug right here. Recovery Strong. They're all about... They're awesome. Fighting addiction, strengthening recovery. The thing I love about Recovery Strong is they're really helping to change the stigma, right? To be able to have the conversation, wear your recovery with pride. I hate the stigma. It's a big thing. Anyways, go go check it out. They have amazing apparel. Just go to recoverystrong.com. Uh, they got uh, hoodies. They got hats. They got T-shirts. They got gift cards if you want to get somebody something for Christmas. They're always, look them up on social media. They're always doing promotions. If you're wanting to get something today, though, uh, when you check out, Type in we do recover 15 and that saves you 
off of your entire purchase, off your entire uh, cart. And uh, Luke and Mandy, remind me before we wrap this thing up, um, before you guys take off today, I actually got gift cards for you guys. I just need to get your emails, and uh-huh. they'll send you an electronic gift card, and then you can get your get your guys yourself some apparel. Thank oh, you. sweet. That's cool. Nice. Thanks. Yeah. 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 Awesome. All right, Mandy, where were we in this thing? No, <laughs> I'm trying to get you. I'm trying to get you worked in I the mix, babe. I see what you're doing. I you see. see what I'm doing? Appreciate it. Okay. Uh, yeah, right. She's like, I'm just here to great. look pretty. Yeah. You're the you're the guy here that makes a, a goofball of yourself. All right, I'm doing a good job of that. So, you guys basically sounds like uh, Mandy went to Southwest. Luke went to Renaissance. At that point in time, you were supposed to spend six months apart from each other, right? It was about five, six, yeah. So what was the benefit of not going to treatment together anymore and doing separate programs? How did that work out in your guys' relationship? Did it strengthen it? Did it weaken it? Were you worried that Luke was winking at other ladies? Luke, were you worried that Mandy was, you know, whistleblowing at other dudes? That's why I said you're going to an all-women's yeah. reality. Oh. So, <laughs> no, but it's good because, you know, in my addiction, I think a lot of girls can agree with me. Um I hung out with the dudes, you know what I mean? And I hated women. I didn't have any connection with them at all. And so getting into a a, uh, a re, like a day treatment that was all women helped me out immensely. Oh, my gosh. Like, I still am really good friends with a lot of them. And How uncomfortable were you at first? Oh, I wouldn't even say a word. Like, <laughs> nothing. I'm like, these ladies are out to get me. <laughs> so... Yeah, no. Sounds like it really challenged you, though, and it pushed you. It did, you. and I think that's another reason why they uh, pushed me to do that. So That's yeah. awesome. But it was, it was, you know, in recovery, that's what they teach you is uh, get outside of your box and be uncomfortable. So The growth really, happens yeah. in uncomfortability. Absolutely. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, so three principles I'm big on is uh, rigorous authenticity, be honest, right? Yeah. Uh, do uncomfortable work. And turn over the outcome. Don't try to control it, right? Yeah. Yes. So, so that's awesome. All right, Luke. What do you, What do you think, man? How did How did it strengthen it? How did it hurt it? What was your take on the situation at that time? Well, at this time, I'm still like, like my head has been spinning for months, and then it just keeps going, right? What do you, What do you mean by spinning? Talk well, to me a little bit well, about so that. I'm out on pretrial release, and I'm getting sober, and I still haven't even been sentenced. Ooh. So I don't even know what's going to happen to me yet. For all you know, you're going to just end up right back in the slammer. Yeah, yeah. And and now I'm having a kid. Baby on the way. So I don't know. For all you guys out there, when you have your first kid, you know how this is because you are scared. Oh, yeah. I mean, oh, yeah. I mean I'm not kidding you. I probably had more breakdowns about having a kid than anything else in my life because I was like, I don't want to, I, I got to make sure this kid turns out all right, you know? Yeah. yeah <laughs> he, was, he was more moody than I was. <laughs> <laughs> you were the one pregnant. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but uh, to finally, so when we got in our separate programs, um, I finally got to slow down a little bit. Like, okay, I can talk to somebody, be in a group, and work on myself a little bit for a second. Did you do that, though? Did you really talk about the fears you were having, the anxiety you were having around having a kid? Did you open up and get vulnerable about that stuff? I did. I did. And then I could get some feedback and get like, you know, what's crazy is you start opening up like that and someone else does about the same or close to the same thing. And then all of a sudden you guys, it's just a group helping each other. That's the beauty of, of group therapy. Oh yeah. 
and usually though there's a lot of you know surface level stuff and in a big boar fest and it takes one person to crack the egg and then everybody else starts getting vulnerable oh, it, yeah. it really like i've been doing this for a minute not a super long time but i've been counseling for a minute and as soon as like you said luke as soon as one person is willing to get vulnerable and get deep everybody else wants to but they're afraid to yeah so that's cool that's cool that you that you saw that experience it's pretty cool oh yeah I was taught, um, someone really important to me told me, uh, being silent is selfish, you know, because you could be helping somebody else. Yeah. So. Yeah. Yeah. So true. And so we get, uh, we get this time apart for a minute and then, um, I don't really know what happened after that. Well, everything, everything was great. Like everything he was working, I was working. Uh, we were just waiting for the baby. We moved into this place together. Oh, we got to start out with the place because we always start from the bottom after yeah. recovery, right? Oh, yeah. 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 And so, we, because I was living with my uh, aunt and uncle and she was living I, in a sober house. Yeah. And we finally, you know, she got approved that we could live together. And I'm like, oh, sweet, you know, let's get a place. So, in St. George, you know, we're just starting out. It's expensive here. Oh, yeah. Yep. And... And we find this garage pretty much that someone made into like a casita. Casita, they would call <laughs> right, it. Right. It's so a garage. So they could make a little extra income yeah. Yeah. for sure. Yeah. yeah. But I was pumped about this garage. It was yours. Yeah. We yeah. could finally get our own little space. And we got people, uh, one of our friends gave us a couch and I was like, oh, we got a couch. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. The little thing. Nothing man. to couch surf on. It's our couch. Yeah. 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 So, yeah. yeah. And then. Our relationship kind of grew from there, but we make it kind of sound like, I feel like we've kind of made it sound like, okay, this is easy, right? Yeah. But it's, it wasn't easy. Talk so, to me about the hard stuff. What was hard? Well, um, I ha I made you swallow of, on that okay, one. Okay. So kind of technically not really knowing each other that well yet, you know, and I'm pregnant and we're now we're moving in with each other. That was a challenge was living with somebody and starting to get to know them you know it was and yeah and then well no one let me getting to know them on a more than surface level yeah right yeah. because look when you move in with somebody you find out if they squeeze the toothpaste the toothpaste from the <laughs> middle or from the back <laughs> right. wow that could have went exactly. real bad <laughs> yeah. you know you find out do they clean their dishes or do yes. they not do they just leave them dirty do in they the sink? put the toilet paper on this way Wear this right, <laughs> right. Yeah. yeah, yes. Yeah, you do learn, that. learn those things. Yeah. So that's what you mean by yes, getting to know them exactly. Deeper. Yeah. yeah, and then on the addiction part of it, we're just freshly into recovery. You know, about yeah. how much clean time do you both have at this time? At this we, time, yeah. uh, well, it we was like I'm a year in January. No, he's talking about that time. Oh wait, at we, that time? the time when you moved in with each other. Oh, at it that was probably I was I was probably. You were over a year, weren't you? No. Oh. I was probably 10 months Okay. at that time. Okay, and I, I would have been like eight. Then. Eight, yeah. Yeah, so yeah. I was always two months behind. So then um, we're kind of fresh in this recovery, and we start, our minds kind of start swirling together. Like we kind of just joke about um, using again as a joke, you know, we yeah. talk about, and slowly um, it kind of just was in the back of our heads for a while. And- and so we kind of just keep going on. We're fighting the good battle. We're going to groups. Um, and then it was, wait. We had the baby. We had the baby in December. Yeah. 
Okay. And at that time, um, it was hard because. Yeah. Let me point that out though. That's the danger, right? And that's what makes our families nervous about getting together with each other. You know, like that's what makes the counselors, that's what makes everybody super nervous. The fellowships yeah. is because typically when you're a couple, if one person goes out, the other the person, person oftentimes goes right. out with them. Yeah. And we were also kind of relying on each other, which you should not do. Eventually we, we got over that and I started getting my own um, recovery and he got his, like I do all these H and I things and I have my AA. He's more of a spiritual guy where he's got his work crew guys and you know, he's just, he just has it. So he doesn't necessarily go to as many meetings as I do. I need right. at least five a week and <laughs> I need to fill my spiritual cup with, um, you know, service work and stuff like that. So I'm more of like a hands-on type of little more sick. And I'm a big, <laughs> look, I'm a big believer in whatever works for you. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. There are people that, that do, they hit multiple fellowship, you know, they go to multiple uh, fellowship meetings a week. Other people, maybe they just get a good, solid, strong person in their life. Like sounds yeah. like Luke did and have a mentor and you know, all, all pathways that, that lead to recovery. Right. Yeah. And I also think that, um, so when I, I graduated drug court in this, this last August. So, I went through a little like shift right there too in my life. I kind of got lost for a minute and I called my sponsor right away and I was just like, you know, I need, I need help. Like, how do I, how do I get these feelings out of my head? You know? And so I did 90 and 90. I did zoom meetings because of the baby and then in person as well. But, uh, that helped me get connected again with the fellowship and, um, if you can just ride those out, then, you know, something good always comes out of that. Yeah. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Yeah. yeah. So what were some of the, what Sorry. were some of the, <laughs> she likes, you like to fast forward to like where we're at right now. <laughs> I, I like, to, I like to go through all the hard paths on the way. Yeah. Right? No, let's hear it then. Let's hear it. So I'm working every day and bef that started to actually do the opposite of what it was doing at first. Right. What do you mean? Like, so at first I'm like, okay, I, f I feel purpose. I'm working. Um, I'm providing, um, we're paying rent, you know, the baby's on the way. And then it's like one day I'm like, you know, because when I'm in active addiction, I could say I was working every day, but right. I, I probably wasn't working every day. Right. We're really good <laughs> at justifying and yeah. rationalizing. Sure. Yeah. And so, um, I kind of, we were, I was letting it roll over in my mind of using, and I, I don't really know if it was all the, just like probably just fresh in recovery and it was just a new feeling, everything we were going through and we get, so COVID, the whole COVID thing hits at this time. Yeah. COVID was rough. And the worst thing they did, I mean, at the time we all need to be separated. Right. But for addicts, I mean, you're isolating us, right? Yes. And isolation for me in that way is just horrible. So I know it's a super cheesy saying, but people say it all the time and, and it is true. There's some truth to it. And that's why they say it. You know, the opposite of addiction is connection, connection. Right? right. And so COVID really did like right now we're seeing a big spike in people that are relapsing people that are moving into more of a heavy active addiction because of that reason. Yeah. Because of the isolation. Yeah. So yeah totally and makes overdoses. Sense. Yeah, it's yeah. Yeah. And so at this time I actually, where I work, you know, there's a lot of people coming in and out of this store to get parts. I'm around a lot of people and I actually get sick. Okay. 
COVID. Since. I get COVID. Yeah. Really? Yeah. So this in January would be a year since I got COVID. Um, but this is the first time my boss is like, Hey, you can't come into work. Yeah. You know, you got to take two weeks off. Yeah. Okay. Well, I'm going from doing something every day to isolated in this garage, you could say. Right. <laughs> right. <laughs> and I'm watching shows and stuff and she had just had the baby. So like as women, after they have the baby, they're going through a lot of emotional like stuff. Right. Yes. Their I've body's changing and like, yeah. and Postpartum so postpartum depression sets in. Yeah. 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 And so our minds are swir- had been swirling for this amount of time. And then I was like, we could get away with using because mm. we're isolated. So those, th- those thoughts, those triggers and cravings started coming back super strong for you. Yeah. Yeah. And the worst part about it is like you said, when one person and a couple does use the, so does, so does the other one. Yeah, right. Typically. And so we relapsed right during this time. And this was a year ago in January and it was the worst experience of my life. Like, so when you get through all that recovery, like I had graduated from Renaissance, um, and you get all that recovery in you. And then you let that, like I would call I personally, I'm a spiritual dude. I called the dark spirit, right? You let that dark spirit into you. Yep. And I hated it. Absolutely hated it. Like I, I was depressed about it. I like, I don't know. I lost my, I lost a lot of my self-confidence at that moment. I think that's a beautiful thing about treatment is, is we, you get to a point where you know better. Yeah. You've seen the good life. You've had a taste of recovery. And so when you go back out and you do have a lapse and I appreciate you being honest, like that's super cool that you can be super, you know, Oh yeah, we went through this program and everything was just great. And like, you're painting a real picture. Like it happened, right? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, the perfect storm happened and you end up having a relapse and, and that's okay. You know, one thing I tell people after they relapse and they're super hard on themselves is nobody can take back that time that you had. And like you're saying, Luke, I think that exactly what you're saying right now, it's so true. You know better. You've had a taste of the good life. You have some kind of identity, self-identity back. And so it's not the same. We ruin it for you. Oh, yeah. Unfortunately. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Yep. And so at this point, I'm like, Wow. That was not what I was making it all out to be. Like that was so, and I was like, I think at that time I was like two days or something or a week bef- of having a year, like my first year. Oh, you were so close. And I was, and I was two weeks away from graduating drug court. So it was like self-sabotage so all was, the way around. Yeah. There probably was a lot of that, right? Yeah. yeah. And so then it was kind of like after I hated this and I was like, okay, I got to start doing everything they're saying. Right. So I'm, I, I was praying every day, going, you know, going back to work. And then I got my, I got to go be honest with my boss. Right. Ooh. And, and I loved this job and I'm thinking he's going to fire me because right. you're catastrophizing worst case. Scenario. Yeah. Sure, oh yeah. I'm sure. all like stressed out. And you know, he's like, you are the honest, most honest person, like for coming and saying this to me, you know? And after that, it kind of just opened up this relationship with my boss where, I could just be completely honest with him about everything if I was feeling a certain way. Um, and so he kind of gave me guidance at the time of like what he would do or like what he thinks I should try or whatever to try to like build myself up. And so throughout this, um, she's, she started going through her own thing again where she was doing a little program, right? Yeah. I went, uh, and did another program for 30 days. 
um, which I'm I appreciate a lot because I really got to dissect that relapse and figure out what my red flags were and um, it just helped me out a lot to to see myself even deeper. So instead know? of beating yourself up over it, you guys took it and you learned from it. Absolutely, yeah. 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 And and that's when we started going doing our like we were just too Was that a recommendation that you got from somebody? To kind no, of No, we just kind of it just kind of happened that way like it just We just I feel like honestly, I feel like one day we're like, "Okay, they teach yeah, if you're in a relationship, you have to do your separate programs." Right. And we've heard that over and over yeah. and over again. And, and uh, you guys hadn't really been doing that. No, like honestly, sh- it was kind of in a way, not like necessarily. subconsciously or something, you know, she was my higher power and I was her higher power in a way. And yeah. I, I don't know if that makes sense, but oh, yeah, we rely on each other. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. And you Instead can't of both do standing that. and growing yeah. on your own two feet. You were kind of each standing on one leg, leaning to- on each other. Yeah, sure. Exactly. Much. And so then once we took our took our own direction, there was kind of a little bit of like, I don't know. I'd say a little bit of anger in it too, because it's yeah. like, why are you doing that? You know, there's less time with me. You know, like whatever. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. You yeah. yeah. A little and I'm just like, I have to. I have to go to these meetings. I have to do me my recovery first, or I get like that. You know. Absolutely. So, so, so Luke's kind of painted the picture of what it looked like to turn around for him, and it sounds like his boss actually appreciated it, and their relationship grew closer. Instead of that fear that he had of being pushed away, it sounds like he pulled you in closer. Is that yeah. Basically? Yeah, yeah. and it's the same thing. Like when we, it's just telling the truth. You know, it it's scary at first, but the outcome is beautiful. Yeah. What did that look like for you though? So you went and needed a thirty day program. What really kind of did you when that relapse happened? Was it kind of like Luke said? Was it like, man, I've really been, you know. Uh, romancing over this and it wasn't as great as I remember oh, it. Yeah. What it did that was, look like in it your It was horrible. And it went, it, when you use, it just takes you right back to where you were when you started. It's, okay. you just feel there's just nothing and it's just empty, you know? And for me, just having the baby, it was even, it was even worse for me and that, that guilt, you know? And, and so I had, I did a lot of work over that and yeah, it's, I know I'm a good mom. So that's awesome. <laughs> yeah. That's awesome. So take it. Let's let's move a little bit into today. What do you guys bring us up to? Kind of, we've already touched on the first part. So this is I've already kind of ruined this, but you guys are getting married, yeah. right? You're engaged. Yeah. So so you had that lapse. How have you? What does your life look like rebuilding that today? And are you still in the garage? In other no, words, no, progressed in the story. Yeah. What does that look like? What so a progression look like? So we moved into like? a con- a while ago. We moved into a condo, and it's it's really nice. Yeah, about <laughs> well, it hasn't been like six, seven months. Yeah, seven months. It's been a while. But we we finally got this place and had a water softener, right? And I was like, <laughs> Ooh, bougie, bro, awesome. Bougie had a dishwasher. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> and, oh, and everyone's like, Are you really pumped about that? Heck yeah! yeah. Like, <laughs> and the bed. Had this, it came half furnished, right? The bed tilt up, and I was like, "Man, we're going somewhere. This thing is awesome." Yeah. It, oh yeah, <laughs> but yep. but like moving. It's funny you say that though. Sorry, I'm gonna make this about me for just two seconds because I can relate. It's funny you say that. Uh, I put out a post like over a year ago about how grateful I was to lay in a bed, hear the heater kick on, smell the heater for the first time in the winter. Like in, and people are like, seriously, dude, a heater. And I'm like, bro, I've been homeless. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah. Hey, check it out. Like 
you guys are like, I lived in a garage. Yes, yeah. I'm stoked about the dishwasher because I've lived in a garage, right? Yeah. Like, I, I can, the I can relate to that too because I, it, the last part of my addiction, I lived in a storage unit and I was eating out of dumpsters. Like, that's where my addiction took me. And right. so for me, I appreciate every little thing now. And so, yeah. So that I water agree. softener and that dishwasher yeah. is like, yeah. Ooh, we made it, boy. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's awesome. Would you guys care if we hit you with some relationship questions in the last Absolutely. three minutes? Yeah. Let's put their relationship to test. Okay. You know some good relationship <laughs> questions. Okay. Will you come up with the first one? I absolutely will. Thank you. Okay. So, Mandy. Yes. Luke calls you and he says, hey, babe, I'm hungry. Will you bring home lunch? What is Luke's favorite <laughs> thing to bring home? And do you, do you know how to, like, order it for him? What does he like? What does he not like? Luke, don't look at her, bro. You have to play this straight. <laughs> All right, it's a cheeseburger. That's so easy. <laughs> it's so true. I'm His favorite cheeseburger <laughs> place. Cheeseburger. What is it? Oh man, uh, he can't. He can't save you. Right I now, know, Mandy. but there's so many. Um, <laughs> <laughs> iceberg. He likes iceberg. I do. Yeah. I do. So nice. Yeah. Okay. Honestly, I like any. Okay, In and Out. He likes In and Out too. I love In and Out. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. My favorite, though, is probably uh, Five Guys. Oh, yeah. oh, if I'm getting a burger, oh, it's yeah, Five yeah, Guys. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Fire. They're like we'll homemade. Go after this. <laughs> yes. Okay, babe. Question for Luke. Okay. Uh, if Mandy was a piece of furniture, what furniture would she be and why? Ooh. Wow. <laughs> you shouldn't let girls ask questions. <laughs> Good luck. She's been, she's been storing that one, bro. Yeah. She wouldn't be a lazy boy because she ain't lazy. <laughs> <laughs> Process of elimination. Just, yeah. Crossing them off. Great. Uh, honestly, she, she, so I grew up as a farmer, so I'm like, you know, I'm not fancy. <laughs> right, right. So she would be like that, like those old school couches that are like the wood legs, you know, all like yeah. duck out and they're fancy with like, like white, not leather. Just white stitched, awesome cloth that's just fancy. And like you would see in like, you know, like England, like a nice just stitched. Yes. And I say that because she's just elegant. Like she, like she sees something I'm wearing. She's like, you can't wear that. <laughs> I love it. I love it. I love it. Oh, that's a great answer. Okay. Mandy. Yes. Luke's most embarrassing moment since you guys have been together. <laughs> Let's get to it. We got a minute left. Let's get some dirt. Um, finish this on a high note. <laughs> Oh man! Yeah, we can't say the first three. Yeah, so no, <laughs> um, <laughs> I don't know. That's a hard question. Oh, I know. Just say it. No, the hill. Remember the hill. The hill. He's giving you a hint. Let's go for oh a walk. Oh my gosh! So he's like, let's go on a hike, and I said, okay. Well, there's this. There's this. What's where's that at? Bike path. It's over by the new ninja course thing up on the top so of the hill this hill goes like straight down and we went straight down and, and uh, we had to walk all the way back up and i had to push him and push the the baby <laughs> thing the together it's like at the a same five time. degree slope and oh it's 105 gosh. degrees outside so nice. yeah oh, nice. <laughs> i know this is last minute last 20 seconds what um advice would you give somebody who's thinking about getting into a relationship in early recovery I'd say uh, wait at first and just focus on yourself. Yeah, don't do it. It makes everything a lot harder. So. <laughs> Thank you guys so much. And you guys really are a, an amazing example of people in recovery. Thank you from the bottom of my heart. Thank you. Yep, thanks. Thank you. Thank you for joining us today on We Do Recover with Jared Miller. 
Help us spread our message of hope. Like, comment, and share. If you have any topics or ideas for future shows, please share that on our Facebook page. That Facebook page is We Do Recover with Jared Miller. If you or a loved one needs help, please reach out to us. Again, thank you for listening. Brought to you by Steps Recovery Center and the St. George Hilton Garden Inn. This has been a production from a podcast studio.